throws is intercepted. It's picked off. Jamar Summers for New York leads to the first turnover of the game. Here's Jennings now. Pitches it back. Hits the tip. Blacknall now. And he'll finally be dropped at the 19-yard line by T.J. Barnes. What's going on, football fans? This is the XFL Show, and this is a recap of the Guardians' 17-14 win over the Los Angeles Wildcats. This is Bryant. And this is Mr. Freeze himself, Allen. The coldest <laughs> XFL game in the history of the XFL. I was there. History made today. What was the temperature there, Allen? I believe last my cousin was check. He was announcing it every like second that it would change, and the last real feel was like sixteen degrees. Oh, geez. Well, that's that's pretty cold. Uh, not as cold as some of these players were playing today. Not a great game, I would think, by both play by both teams. Uh, n- not at least a full game. Uh, we're going to get into all this, Alan. But yes. The I Guardians gone, pulling out. I would have I would have gone with not as cold as those shoulders Darius Victor was laying into dudes all game <laughs> long. Jeez. You don't know why they didn't run the ball the entire game based on what we were seeing, but nope, they didn't. Uh, but they did come out with the victory. Uh, the Guardians, a much-needed victory, not just for the season uh, record, but because of what's happened to them in the last two weeks. Yeah, they look like a team in turmoil, and this was a huge bounce-back, home-cooking victory. Uh, you're never as bad as they say you are. You're never as good as they say you are. This proved it. New York showed they're a capable football team, beating an L.A. team that came in here confident. And being at that game, I can tell you those fans definitely were part of that. That friendly atmosphere for the Guardians definitely helped. Uh, they, you know, this crowd is in this giant bowl at MetLife Stadium, but they make use of the space. And they make use of the noise and the antics, and they had a lot of fun. And, you know, it, it looked like Luis Perez was comfortable playing in front of this crowd against his old team. Sweet revenge for him. Um, this game had, I think, really a story of uh, the New York Guardians imposing their will with their run game when they used it, like you said. Uh, Darius Victor was amazing. 18 uh, carries, 82 yards. But... What I could not believe was how many big plays came when L.A. had the ball. That was the difference, Bryant. When L.A. had the ball, all the big things happened. Interceptions, they made big plays. That's that's where all the fun and entertainment was for me, seeing Josh Johnson really just take risks throwing downfield. But he was missing some weapons today. That might have hurt him. Yeah, I think it did. You mentioned that on our show this past week, how those weapons would have hurt him. Uh, Nelson Spruce was, was, was hurting and not having them in that offense. But, you know, the, the L.A., 350 total yards of offense. The problem is, is 310 of that's on your, on, in passing. They have not been able for two weeks to get a rushing game going. Last week we talked about how they probably didn't need that rushing game. But at the same time, you got to do more than, than 40 yards, especially if you're not scoring three rushing touch, touchdowns in the same game. Yeah, and then if you're also going to just rely on the big play all game long, you're going to live and die by that. And they made some amazing plays down the field. That Trey McBride catch was crazy, but still they got no points for that. The kicking game hurt them today too, and uh, and then also a backbreaking penalty. I thought with the with the you know too many guys in the huddle near the end of the game, LA kind of shot themselves in the foot in this one. I, th- I you know they were the favorite team, and they looked like a team that let one slip. But credit to the Guardians for 
playing tough, man. And also, uh, cr- credit to Luis Perez because I thought he really faced some pressure and was able to avoid it. You know, even though he's not the most mobile quarterback, he was very smart today. And turnovers again in the XFL, we're learning, are very important. Well, only one turnover in this game that bobbled catch and interception by the Guardians in the third quarter, I believe it was. Uh, Alan, let's compare the two quarterbacks. Josh Johnson, 25 for 40 uh, for a 63% completion percentage, 330 yards, two touchdowns, and that interception that we just mentioned. Uh, Luis Perez, 18 for 26 for a nice 69% completion percentage for only 150 yards, but did have that touchdown. He looked looked composed. He looked like he knew what he was doing. He looked different than Matt McGloin. He looked good. Uh, he did enough to win. We, we talk about that a lot in the, in the, on this show, especially the season with the XFL. But he didn't show all those signs of greatness the entire game. That second half was not his greatest. Uh, the Guardians were able to pull this one out. But at the same time, you know, only three points in that second half. It was, uh, yeah, that second half was, wasn't the best. But you know what? Uh, I think that this game really, you, you saw quarterbacks out there, uh, one was facing some adversity, and, you know, I thought he handled it like a champ in Josh Johnson. I think some of the players around him, he, he showed the frustration with the coaching staff, and I think, you know, he played fine. The interception wasn't really his fault. Drop passes. How about the drop pass by Mikhail McKay? How oh how God. drastic would Luis Perez's second half looked shot. without that? That was just yeah. absurd. And, I mean, I can't repeat what I heard New York fans yelling in the crowd either, Brian. It was that was an absurd drop, and it was obscene, the reaction that he got. You know, and then that touchdown throw that Luis Perez did throw was a, was a – it was supposed to be a run play from what we were listening to on the broadcast. I know you didn't have a chance to to, to watch that back yet because I know you will because you have to watch games that you attend. I definitely will, especially with what I heard Winston Moss said at halftime. I got to see oh that. Oh, my God. Winston Moss throughout the entire game was a lot of fun to listen to. Um, but regardless, Luis Perez, during that – uh, touchdown audibled out of the run, took a shot uh, to make that pass and just floated one over the air into the end zone uh, to get that uh, touchdown. So he, he showed poise. He did what he had to do. And I, and I don't dock his play. We both thought Marquise Williams would be the guy. That's who we thought they would take uh, into to this game. Uh, Luis Perez. Now the last two passing touchdowns have come from his arm. Uh, let's talk about some of the star players, Alan receiving wise, uh, Trey McBride for the Los Angeles Wildcats, 12 targets, 8 receptions, 127 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, he didn't play in the second half really last week, uh, but didn't seem to lose a stride here. And then on the um, uh, Guardians side, you had Darius Victor, uh, 82 yards on 18 attempts, uh, no touchdowns, but still looked like a powerhouse uh, when he was running. Nobody could stop him, and that was a, a lot of fun to watch on the Guardian side. The game was fun to watch, as most XFL games are nowadays. Uh, it's really not a bore, no matter what the score is, because it seems like there's a lot of excitement. Uh, both teams, I think, have a lot to work on, and I don't know if really, because the Guardians came out with a victory, if they're out of that hole that they've been in for the last few weeks. Uh, I definitely think they're they're out of that uh, that vibe that they had at least in the locker room that's instantly gone now they can kind of just focus and play on you know focus on their game and getting better instead of you know avoiding total turmoil and panic uh because right now they're back in the thick of it i mean right now we have st louis and seattle on you realize that if st louis loses this game they're up right now but if they lost if dc loses tomorrow to tampa bay new york's right back in the hunt i mean like they're (laughs) tied for first so it's like the xfl with four teams in a division you're never really out of it 
which is why this loss isn't the worst for the Wildcats, although it's 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 rough. Um, but I think this was a – I mean, I can't stress what a monster win this was for New York. For L.A., I mean, in a loss, I got to say, I loved a lot of what I, I saw out there. Big playability, Josh Johnson confident, making good decisions, being the leader of this team. And then the best pl- best part of the entire game, Winston Moss going for it, fourth down in his own – inside Two. his own 20. I mean, this was – I think it was inside his own 30, yeah. Just – the Ugh. ballsiest and correct call. You gotta, Alan, you have to go back and listen to what he said uh, right before that. He was, oh man, I'm not even going to repeat it because I want you to hear the intensity for yourself. We'll repeat it on this week's show on Tuesday morning. Alan, looking ahead real quick though, uh, the LA Wildcats are going to come back home, fly all the way across country uh, to face the Tampa Bay Vipers Sunday night, the late game, late on the East Coast, 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, so we're going to be coming to you really late with that recap on basically Monday morning. And then you have the New York Guardians going on the road to the Dallas Renegades. That's going to be this, the late game on Saturday on Fox. Uh, Alan, anything left for this game? Uh, that's the first one of the weekend. Both teams played hard, my friend. Both teams play hard. They did play hard, but only won one, and that was the New York Guardians. And I went and brought two young L.A. Wildcats fans to this game. They were freezing. They were bummed their team lost, but they they did say they watched a heck of a football game. We were this close to seeing the first overtime in the XFL. Didn't quite happen, but it was missed a field goal. It was a missed field goal. I mean, Nick, I was hoping Nick Novak would have hit some field goals in this, and then I was going to call him Nick Yesvac. But that pun will have to wait for another day. Uh, it was all about uh, Mc, McCrane, Money Matt McCrane. He's my, he might be star of the week. Clutch kicks for the New York kicker, too, today. Swirling wins at the Meadowlands. Very fun to be out. And definitely one of the top overall football games, coldest games I've ever been to in my life. My toes, I could not feel them until we just started recording this show. So I'm going to go warm these up, and then I'll meet you back for the recap of St. Louis and Seattle, which is getting to become a very personal and violent game now that B.J. Daniels is in there. Yeah, we'll get to talk about that. That'll be the second of our four uh, game recaps that we do every single weekend here on This is the XFL Show, so make sure you take a listen to that. Uh, subscribe if you are listening to us for the first time on your favorite app, uh, podcast application. You can also find us on YouTube at XFL.com. Excuse me, YouTube.com slash XFL or on XFL.com. All right, well, that's it for this one. We'll see you here in a little bit uh, for that Dragons at Battlehawks recap. Uh, for Alan, this is Bryant. This is the XFL Show. Remember... They're listening.